Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, entering the arena, your world champions of video game podcasts, the, 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 the side, 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 quest, 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 live, your weekly journey into the beautiful world of video games, video game culture, the folks that like video games, video game culture, and wrestling, are we're going to talk about today, um, I am one of those wonderful people that will guide you on this tour dolly Demofsky. that's me i got my cool Lierve hat i made a horrible mistake in buying this hat uh jj has a much better hat hello jj hello i did, don't your this eyes is actually is jj yeah 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 uh that's steve you i'm just yeah the beardless jj and zach mm-hmm. is the one holding the fort down yeah, with a beard. beard hello i like the private account quest that's good yeah yeah, my account is private as I'm slowly realizing um, if I get this job, I have to change everything. I can't have that account anymore. So, Yeah, Zach's going to be working for the government. He's going to be working for yeah. Joe Biden. He's uh, yeah. working for something <laughs> that Wrestling if, anybody, if anybody wants to Google my name, the first thing that comes up is my Twitter. And <laughs> I need to get that out of there. So, Or to change your name on the, on the side questing website. You need to do um, something. Well, gents, it's awesome to have you on this beautiful, beautiful evening. It's a little warm, uh, especially where I think all three of us are right now. Actually, all of us have uh, have some heat going in. How are you guys doing? I'm doing fine. Yeah, just living too that dream. Heat. <laughs> too, too, too much heat. heat. Well, I, much. I I have this big problem where it's like relatively warm outside. But it all. But I work in a laboratory setting, so mm-hmm. I think I put out the thermometer, and it was like 104 degrees in one of the rooms that I do lab work in. So, not <laughs> there's no escaping it, uh, and the air conditioning <laughs> doesn't do anything because it's you know it's instrument heat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a south facing house, so same, <laughs> same. Just kind of kind of sucks. We're getting butchered. We're getting butchered. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's but wide. you have the solar panels on your house, yeah. you lucky dude. Yeah, look at you. None of uh, our Washington awesome. State doesn't have like no houses have central cooling, so you got that's insane. Uh, that's insane. Every because, house yeah. in Michigan yeah. has central cooling. Yeah. We yeah, all, never... Well, I mean, let me rephrase that we all have giant air conditioners outside of our houses that just yeah. turn make our house, uh, yeah. freaking icicles. If you want, if you want AC, you pretty much have to buy a unit, window unit, in some way. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Hey, uh, we're going to talk about hot stuff today, and I'm not talking about the heat outside. I'm talking about making just horrible transitions into into talking about video game news. Um, uh, it's It's been a quieter week, actual video game-wise, thankfully, yeah. from a new standpoint. All the, the Game Fest stuff went out. Um, Zach, you weren't on the show last week, were you? No, I'm not on the show. Uh, we were, we actually were talking in the discord and would you, everybody should. Oh, I, I was trying to remember who was on the show last week. It was just me, Sam, and, Sam and Johnny and Johnny. <laughs> I know Johnny joined us. Good man, Johnny drunken Johnny, which yeah. was just phenomenal. Zach, you had a great time just poking that bear. Hey, yeah. Um, I, I talk to him all the time in private. So Johnny's I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny's awesome. No. Uh, and so is Sam, Sam's, Sam's okay too. Um, yeah. no, but, uh, we talked a little about the Nintendo Direct last week um, and just overall Game Fest and E3 stuff. And I just wanted to get your opinion, Zach, on anything from this last month or even the Direct last week or whatever 
that uh, that put a shine that you liked or you did not like. Uh, what what beard? There you I go. think um, overall it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Sony's thing was lackluster, but I think the couple games they had in there were actually pretty cool. I think Marathon might end up being an interesting game, so I'm excited for for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Xboxes was cool. They had so many games. The Star Starfield hands-on thing was awesome. That game's going to sell a bunch, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> I replied uh, back to it and replied back with three different comments. Yeah, you did. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, okay. And then, okay. Uh, yeah, and then the Nintendo thing was cool. I really, I think that was my favorite ones. They had a bunch mm. of games that I just, I mean, I know most of those games besides like the Mario Super Mario Maker, not Maker, Super Mario RPG and mm -hmm. Mario Wonder. I think those two are amazing like pieces to have, like like a reason for me to keep my Switch, right? Yeah, but yeah, the other yeah. games they were showing are pretty interesting. I know we're gonna be on PC, PS, PS5. They're just like cool little things, like those farming games, Fay mm -hmm. Fields or Fae whatever. Farm, whatever, yeah. Yeah, that that one looks cool. Like all those farming games they showed off were interesting. I mean, like, yeah, it was a pretty oh pretty solid like week of games the dragon's dogma stuff is cool i mean i didn't uh, i wasn't lot. like personally i wasn't super floored this year because i think we knew a lot of the stuff that was already coming this is just kind of like let's show the things that we've been working on type of type of year unless you're capcom which was just don't even why did you even have that event capcom it's um, the same thing they did in like last. covid era yeah, yeah, where yeah. it was like let's show off uh the new phoenix Wright game yeah. <laughs> for yeah. whatever reason um but uh yeah i think i think it was solid i think that i mean obviously this year is just it's just crazy packed it is just you look at um september and october and it's it's bonkers with the amount of stuff that's that's coming out november november is actually sort of light you're gonna get uh you might get call of duty in november although they they've been dropping it in october um, the last few years and yeah. really right now is just like Mario RPG in November. And that kind of seems to be it. Maybe the Pokemon September, DLC. September is so busy. <clears throat> September is so busy. August is nice and light. Um, July is getting more and more packed. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, I think is so busy and the big October thing is just bonkers. Yeah. The big thing is August is going to have Baldur's Gate at the end of the month, yeah. and yep. then two weeks after that, Star <laughs> Starfield. So it's like it's insane. Oh. And then Bat and Kaitos collection is yeah. coming up for those of us who are. <clears throat> and that's like and the Sukaden remake, hopefully. Yeah, this, yep. this yeah. Year. that's true. And like, uh, Square Enix hasn't shown all their cards either. Um, I mean, they still have they displayed Dragon Quest monsters. Cool. But they still have Dragon Quest three coming out. They still have uh, Dragon Quest twelve coming out at some point. Maybe those are next year. I don't know. It's just Tokyo it's just, Game Show. No. Tokyo here. Game Show is gonna be happening. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. P five uh, Tactica, whatever. That's coming out yeah. in November as well. So we got two games in November oh, confirmed. And the new Persona team game. I forget what yeah, it's called. That's next the year though, right? Yeah, still, I'm just yeah. saying, like, that's a cool game. I forgot yeah. to give a oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, shout yeah. out to the UI in that game looks it looks so sick, crazy. I don't know. <laughs> They've done so good in like advancing the UI of, of development. Um, I will say one thing I was mentioning this in the news this morning, uh, in the news section, um, or this afternoon, as I was, I was writing, doing some 
kind of last few cleanup write-ups of all the news that I wanted to post. Um, it's the holiday week, so you're going to be seeing a lot of like news posts for Inside Baseball. Whenever we're low on in on any news happening or anything to really talk about, I just kind of regurgitate old news and I say, "Oh, I'm really excited about this" because I just talk about the shit that I'm excited about. Um, and that so I was looking for Penny's big breakaway. Whatever that game was called, I thought that game looked really cool. So that was good. To oh put, yeah, put, that look, game looks sick. About it. Yeah. yeah, it's from the Mania Sonic Mania folks. Yeah, the Sonic Mania other... guys. Yeah, and so I thought, yeah, I'm gonna do a quick little write up about it. And so I'm scrolling down Nintendo's press release that they sent out. Nintendo every time there's a direct, Nintendo sends a PR that lists everything, and it's like coming to Switch, coming to Switch, coming to Switch, coming to Switch, coming 2024, coming to Switch. So everything's listed for Switch except for one game. One game is not listed as coming to Switch, and that's the Princess Peach game, um, which is really oh. kind of interesting. Every game, even Luigi's Dark Moon, which was listed as coming to Switch, everything was coming to Switch except for the, the Princess Peach game, which made me think, and this is where my conspiracy theory, I think, Zach, you were in your interview at the time, my conspiracy hat, the Louvre hat, was uh, essentially saying... Um, I think that's going to be the launch. One of the launch titles for the next switch is going to be this princess peach game. Um, alongside, uh, the, um, and that probably be, I guess I'm going to say that's going to be cross gen because Luigi's mansion is going to be, that'll be their end of January game. That'll be strictly switch. Um, but yeah, I think the princess peach one is going to be cross gen, uh, launch for the Switch 2 or whatever, whatever it's going to be called in like March, I'm guessing, um, because their fiscal year runs out at the end. NG of March. Switch, as it's been NG called Switch. recently. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to talk about that in a second. It's good, good lead in. Um, but yeah, I think that alongside, uh, I, I started like the wheels started turning. I'm like, okay, that's probably a good launch title alongside all the updates to, uh, you know, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom to, but maybe I don't. Shit. I, I don't maybe even the Tears of Kingdom DLC might drop. Uh, yeah, I, maybe the t- maybe the Tears of Kingdom. So I don't think they'll put out an updated version of Tears of Kingdom. I really don't. I I think it's just going to be you can play the Switch games on the Switch too. Yeah, right? I, I which just, is what it's going to be. Okay, going to be. Yeah, because I from what I remember, I think uh, people who like dug into the files of Tears of the Kingdom found that there's like a switch, like a a box check for sixty frames a second. There's something in the the files saying that, that mm. that's a okay. thing so uh mm. yeah i mean it would it would be dumb for them to not have a backwards compatible machine yeah so yeah i agree i agree <laughs> especially since uh let's just should we just segue right into it now let's do it uh, especially with them just calling it out having was it bobby Kodak that's called it yep. the ng switch mm-hmm. which like they're even internally they're referring to it as switch they're not they're not like trying to give it a, a unique cute name or anything. You know, there's no dolphin. There's no yeah. whatever. It's, it's the next generation switch. I, I it certainly seems by all. Uh, Bobby Kodak, man. Yeah. That quote, that quote yeah. right there is crazy. The, I don't think it to be wild. I didn't think it was going to be. Yeah. Bobby, why are you still in charge of? Activity? Well, he's, he said something also. It's like playing call of duty on your phone is like, 
do is like playing a video game on your refrigerator. I think is what he said. <laughs> no, no, it was um, like <laughs> it's like using your refrigerator as a safe or something. Yeah, using yeah. your refrigerator as a safe is what he yeah. said. Yeah. yeah, it's like I don't. He's not in touch with anything happening. No, it, it was. It, there was the also he didn't know that Microsoft drops their own first game party pass. titles yeah. day and date on yeah. Game Pass. Sure you don't. Sure you don't, Bobby. Yeah. Sure you don't. Like yeah. Either you're either you're wildly out of touch, which means you probably shouldn't be leading a major video game publisher, or you're in, or you're lying horribly, which means yeah. you shouldn't be leading a video game publisher. Yeah. Um, you're but, lying. You're lying. On, you're you're perjuring yourself for no perjuring real reason. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but guy. yeah. So this is this has been a wonderful week. At the end of last week and the beginning of this week have been wonderful for all the stuff that's come out of this Microsoft. Uh, FTC trial things, um, which more and more leads me to believe that yeah, they're this is this is going to go through. Uh, I'm at the point now where I'm like, th- all these are just really just formalities. Um, I, I firmly believe it's going to go through, and because I think the deadline was beginning of July or mid July or something, they had to have like the decision yeah. from the FTC. But um, <clears throat> yeah, boy, has stuff flooded out of this thing. Some really dumb, dumb things have popped up, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we'll get to that in a second, but this Bobby Kotick stuff was really funny because he, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything was just, just such a vague answer to the yeah. point where people were fat, live fact checking him on Twitter. And it's like, he'd say one thing and then they'll be like, yeah, but he literally said this earlier in his deposition or he said this pre like last week yeah. or whatever. It's just so stupid how, what, what this guy's doing. anyways. Um, yeah. Corporations baby, but it's been, uh, this this one was really funny. The Call of Duty, uh, I didn't, you know, I, I guess I made a bad call. Yeah, I mean, some yeah. version of Call of Duty on Switch, Warzone. Warzone would have been totally fine Crazy. on yeah. Switch. You put like, fucking just Black put, Ops on yeah. Wii U. I think you could have at least put one fucking yep. just Warzone. Just put Call of Duty Mobile. Put Call yeah, of Duty Mobile on a Switch. On there. Like, what not? a slam dunk it is for that type of thing, man. One of you the put, you put a free you put a free to play fucking Call of Duty mobile yeah. game with with shit on the Switch. I've oh God, seen, man. yeah, man. There's some real trash on the Switch that you go mm-hmm. through like the best sellers, and you're like, well, I guess it was just ninety nine cents. So I suppose yeah, they legit. do want like my wife is a furry mouse yeah. or something, <laughs> and then like yeah, it's my like, limit is if something's like buck ninety nine, I'm probably gonna buy it on switch like it's literally it's that bad it's like oh dollar 99 on sale okay yeah call of duty mobile or if it's like half a level of call of duty dollar 99 i would have bought um (laughs) call of duty tactical game uh one of the one of the uh news bites i think somebody was actually made a good point of of trying to port a full call of duty game to switch would have been really costly because of what they were what they've been trying to do with the new the xbox uh the new Xbox stuff and yeah. the, the PS5 and everything. Um, and, you know, trying to port some of that stuff to Switch would have been bad. But, you know, you could have gotten Warzone. You could have gotten yeah, people. I don't know if people. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the. I think I would have. Uh, I would have yeah. played it. I would just to freaking try it. I would have played it. I think the thing is, is that if they kind of spent more time on the engine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and had some forethought with some of this stuff. They probably could have ported Call of Duty, but as you can see here, Bobby didn't think that the Switch was ever going to be anything. So why bother yeah. having the engine even 
scale in any way, yeah. shape, or form downwards. So it's I mean the freaking the Fortnite mobile version is the Switch version. Same with Apex Legends, like the mobile yeah. stuff is the yeah. Switch yeah. version. They just threw it on there, they're like, hey, we got it to work, and people play it. Yeah. on switch and yeah because I mean, like for yeah. uh call of duty specifically it's like they would have to change how like every workflow in that would have to be changed just to mm -hmm. accommodate yep. for the switch because yep. they they have they have like weekly like 60 gigabyte patches and that just yeah. isn't a thing on the switch yeah. yeah so they would have to like actually like think like because call of duty specifically has been pretty like lack not like lackluster yep. but they've been they've been running like full steam ahead just like we'll do we'll do a hundred gigabyte day one patches we don't care like we're just going mm -hmm. that would actually make them actually think about how they uh develop so yeah yeah it'd be it'd be a, a change for them <laughs> once <laughs> once microsoft sort of started killing the um remember it used to be that the updates were like you get like a day you get a day one patch you get one major patch and then like every additional patch after that cost you money yeah uh <laughs> that was like the early 360 days like once that yep. shit went away it's just like pff, 80 gigs every uh, week baby <laughs> yep 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 uh that wasn't the only news that came out of it i think one that was re really stupidly funny was um Sony doing just the worst job of redacting. They used a Sharpie yeah. on evidence Loser. and all it took was somebody running it through a photocopier to get all the, uh, yeah. all the images out of there. Just really funny. But um, essentially last of us two and horizon forbidden West both cost $200 million in development. Um, it's absurd. Uh, it's I can't absurd. even, I can't even imagine what the, the, the money went into like, where did it go? Because I mean, like, two hundred is a lot, but it's also like you look at that game, you're like, is it really a lot of money? Like, right? Like, how much? Like, do we need to make four hundred million dollar games to like actually get PS five level graphics? Like, is this what we have to do? It's just, it's just weird. It's weird to like compare. Like, yeah, it, it really the, is. It's it's scary. The the they need to make these games cheaper, man. <laughs> like, it, because the. They need to make them cheaper and they need to make them faster. Um, yep. as, as one thing we're finding out that the, the big um, one of the big issues with the game industry right now is things are so big and so bloated that yeah. development time increases. You're looking at like five, six, seven years between games. I mean, some of these games, what was it? Last of Us 2 was like took seven years to make or something crazy like that. Yeah. There were wild numbers. Um, <clears throat> do you really want to put that much time in making a product? Is it going to stand the test time? Sure, but uh, you can make games that people want to play that are still pillars of your console for less cost. Yeah. They don't need to be there's, this complex. Yeah, there's certain things where the time is I'm okay beneficial. With game. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, if you can put out a new Gran Turismo every six years because yeah. it's Gran Turismo. The nature of that. The nature yeah. of it. And it's like, like some of these franchises, you put too many years in between it and it stops being a franchise. Like, it's yeah. just... Yeah. Um, God of War, uh, one, two, three, you know, the, God, yeah. the PS2 God of War games were, they were like two, two years apart, three years yeah. apart at most. And they weren't, you know, they weren't amazing graphics. They were just yeah. fun games they had cool stuff in there but they were fun games that's what made kratos uh the latest one was what five years 
apart or four year, four plus years apart. I think they actually started making it before um, they yeah. released God of War. It's four years, which kind of in context is crazy. It Just is. Think of how fast that is. It's that. actually yeah. really fast. But yeah. uh, I, one thing I thought was really interesting was, um, you know, the number of staffers, 200. We already know. I mean, I still remember when they said Ocarina of Time or maybe it was Final Fantasy VII, uh, which we'll talk about Final Fantasy in a little bit was like a hundred people worked on this game. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's amazing. This is, this is, there's, it's more than 200 staffers because of all of the, when you start thinking of all the engine stuff they use, all yeah. the uh, outsourcing they did, there are maybe 200 directly within Sony, but there's like a North yeah. of a thousand probably. Here, it's so wild to me because they, they want to, lean towards like you know they want to be movies i mean yeah. this is where yeah, we're they at do. yep but like they don't want to take any of the steps that movies take to like mm-hmm. to because movie like to accomplish what movies do and that is like you can get a movie out for yeah several hundreds of millions of dollars but you can finish it in a year uh, yeah. you know you can finish it in two years if it's particularly expensive hollywood film uh and they also yeah. have staffs of hundreds like yeah. and hundreds yeah. and hundreds it, it, it's something something needs to bend and break with the industry at some point to sort of figure out what they're trying to accomplish now right it's it's i don't know man i don't know what needs to I, change i guess the, the, the overall greed and the fact that video games cost as much as they do to make and that also cost as much as they do to buy and all mm-hmm. of this it's like it's such a weird delicate line that they have to walk that movies don't really have to worry about because the, the industry is sort of regulated to a degree where anything that fails is still a money maker you know mm-hmm, yeah. nobody nobody really loses money in hollywood if you asked anyone in hollywood there's never been a successful movie uh the right, hollywood yeah, math yeah. the hollywood math is incredibly complicated and convoluted and weird except um, for flash flash was the only yeah. successful movie out <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but um, yeah i don't know it, a couple other tidbits that i thought were actually really funny in the dark or interesting in the document is that over a million playstation console users spent 100 percent of their time playing call of duty like yeah it's literally the, it's just their call of duty machine it's like the Wii, the Wii sports machine yeah it i mean like, but that's how the machine. that's how the industry's been for yeah. almost 20 years now yep. at this point because like when the 360 era when that era launched it became strictly focused that way yep it was you bought your Madden machine, which yep. quickly became your Call of Duty machine, which is still technically your Call of Duty machine. Like, inevitably, it's going to sw- switch to something else uh, yep. down the road when Call of Duty is. You think that Call of Duty is kind of on its way down, but then you see the numbers yeah. every year and you're like, oh, no, it's not on the way down. It's just the media side of it's on the way yeah. down because yeah. it doesn't matter and it doesn't bring in. Uh, views like it used to in terms of media side because it's just at this point it's a known entity it's it's until one seriously fails uh, it's that that part of the call of duty cycle is over it's just announce it Mm -hmm. and release it and it's going to sell billions of copies so 
I just I'm still thinking about these budgets. Like, where's the money going? It's just insane. I mean, like they're because they these Sony games usually carry mechanics and assets from the past games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, where is it? Like, where's the budget going? I I, th- like, I I think a major problem of something like say, how long was Last of Us Two in development for? Like seven years. Seven years. I mean, think about that as an overall, how many people you're paying and going through. And it's, it's, it's a 24 seven work cycle. Like it's just every day is just thousands of dollars for one something. It's just every single day across multiple companies and sites of the company and stuff like for seven years seven years is a very very long time to be spending that kind of money every day and having people working all the time like it's yeah it's it makes sense um there was a spending war uh by the way, when people were when Sony and Microsoft were just lobbying purchases back and forth, number twenty from was it twenty twenty through twenty twenty two, just nonstop back and forth. You buy someone, yeah. I'm gonna buy someone. I buy yeah. someone, you're gonna buy someone. Um, and Microsoft wanted to outspend. The Matt Booty said he wanted to outspend Sony, spend Sony out of business. Basically, I think was the comment. But one of the purchases they wanted to make was Square Enix. We heard Sega. Like yesterday, yeah, or the other day, Square Enix was one of the companies that Microsoft wanted to do to buy four mobile develop. Like basically, yeah, they're gonna take their game. They're gonna take everything about Square Enix and make them a mobile developer for us. Oh, Crazy, man. but also like uh, th- th- it's always one of those weird things. Project Phoenix is what it was called, by the way. Yeah, it's one of those weird things because what does Microsoft considered acquisition even mean? Other, th- uh-huh. yeah, they should be considering an acquisition of Square Enix. Like I'm considering dating Scarlett Johansson, but it doesn't like mean. No, that- I am. <laughs> doesn't mean it's gonna happen, guys. I'm it's- sorry, she's married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh. So they had this hit list that had Square Enix, had Sega, had a bunch of other com- had a bunch of companies on there, um, which part of that hit list was revealed in uh, in court documents. God, again, God bless court documents. Everything yeah. is coming out: emails, phone calls, yeah. messages. Um, really showing that Jim Ryan was not worried in the slightest about Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan's an idiot. I'm just going to go ahead and say, say that I I will say Phil in every email, he's a really nice guy. Like there's nothing really (laughs) negative. Like he's just like, he's actually just like, yeah, we're doing this for the gamers is what he's saying. Like everything, which is crazy. Even the the emails behind the scenes, emails that we're not supposed to be seeing, but we are because this is public. He's just, he's, he's cordial and everything. He doesn't try to, he doesn't come across as a different person in these emails than he does when he's on stage doing his Phil Spencer Mm -hmm. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, So So there was, they said there was a, one of the exhibited lists was, um, uh, the company, this was a list created in 2021 of 100 developers that could be potential candidates for acquisition. <laughs> Square Enix is one. The full list includes Bloober Team. Yeah, you can have them. CD Project Red, <laughs> we heard that one. Level Level 5 is an interesting one. Harmonix, like, Harmonix did do a lot of stuff directly from Microsoft. Like, you can have them. Yeah, it's a good, maybe uh, someone yeah. can help bring them back from the dead, basically. And From Software, From Software is a wild uh, one. Yeah. I think what's really interesting about seeing all these like people on this list is you can tell 
that there were deals that have been made because there's like certain like games showing up at their showcases, yeah. certain certain series coming to game game. Yeah, pass. there was definitely like, some there's just like there's, being greased. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of like oh like they really were trying for Sega. They really were trying for Square. They're putting all the games yep. on yep. game yeah, game they pass. Put, they game they helped yeah. Sega by by bringing their Fancy Star Online Two officially yeah. to the states. Yeah. Which is crazy because, like, that's a super niche title, but they're like, We'll do this, we'll spend millions of dollars f- for you, Sega. And they're just like, mm, <laughs> uh, it's just nuts. Um, well, speaking of Square Enix, news came out today, uh, that a, a little game known as Final Fantasy 16 has shipped three million digital and physical games three million sold now we did our prediction a couple weeks back the last time uh, all of us together and nobody got i'm just kidding zach said three million on the dot i said 2.6 only because i wasn't sure how many playstation 5s were actually out there i was just kind of worried about the the ownership level but um taylor had five and uh, Sam had zero confidence in Final Fantasy 16. It said 2.3. But uh, yeah, Pat, you're, everybody give him his flowers. Uh, he has, He's brushing the dirt off his shoulder. No, um, it, those are great numbers. I thought we were doing some comparison stuff. Final Fantasy 7, <clears throat> which launched late in the PS4 life cycle, only did 3.5 million or 3.2 million yeah. or something like that. Final which Fantasy. Is, yeah, that's go good. Ahead. Yeah, that's good. Final, it's really it's good. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy VII remake was so hotly demanded for so long that Final Fantasy sixteen uh, really was the demo. They did a great job with the demo. They did a great job with marketing the last like week and a half before release. By because we had heard their pre-orders are sort of lagging behind a little bit but um i think the demo changed a lot of people's a lot of people's minds uh but you know those are great numbers i think final fan we were noting how final fantasy 15 actually shipped 5 million um but that's also <clears throat> because i think it was a different, different time back then like there wasn't a single player final fantasy any other options and at the time and final fantasy games were like kind of long apart um yeah. so that was a little bit pent up demand and the link to final fantasy 13 and just kind of weird links to time and it was on xbox as well and like a year later in a life cycle but um yeah this is good good numbers great numbers i should say uh i'm thinking it's gonna get to 10 million um and that that's probably a, a pretty pretty solid number especially when the this game eventually comes out to, on pc uh and when it eventually comes out with like the two other versions that will likely the Royal version or whatever that will show up. Um, uh, I think that's, that's a good possibility. It's just too bad. It's not an RPG. It's too bad. bad, You don't, you don't play a role in this game. You just, (laughs) Um, but no, so those are, those are awesome numbers for Final Fantasy. I will. It's I'm by the end of July, I will have this game. That's my goal right now. Because, uh, uh, Prime days are coming up mid July, so I'm thinking that's probably when this the sucker will go on sale during Prime days. Trust me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There we go. Uh. Good stuff there. Well. Um. I think that's going to be it for the 
for the news. We're going to talk a little bit about what we've say, been... we don't want to laugh that e, uh, E3 2022 cost six million dollars. 2021, 2021, yeah. I was going to bring that up, yeah. <laughs> six million dollars to do a very bad digital schedule. We were talking about online... where did the money go? I want to where did it go? <laughs> the online website stuff was horrible. It was amazing. No, uh, I loved it. That was great. <laughs> what, did Worth they spend a lot of money on like brand, like printing shirts? Like, what was it? You know, who knows? They spent a lot of. They spent a lot of money hosting videos. I don't know. Like, like people Greg hosting Miller, on their own Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Six million dollars for man. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> Will E3, we talked last week, but will E3 come back? I don't know. I don't know what's going on at E3. Jeff is actually doing it right because uh, a few years ago on this very show, I said Jeff Keeley needs to turn Summer Game Fest into an actual Summer Game Fest and include fans, include music, include hands-on. And what's happening it. this year, fans, music, hands-on, yeah, because they um, just just like what two or three days ago they did that yeah, at the, the concert. concert at the Hollywood Bowl, like and that did great. Yeah, and I guess yeah. I'm, you know, I think uh, you roll all that into a week singular event into a Pax esque event. Yeah, and, and, that's and yeah. exactly, exactly. You do that next year into one event. Uh, you have the con, you know, have the showcase on Thursday. Have uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday be your hands-on stuff. Do the concert on Friday night or Saturday night at the Hollywood Bowl or whatever, and you're you're golden. I think you got a lot of, or even that Thursday night, you do the concert right after Summer Game Fest and make make a big day out of it. But yeah, good stuff. Um, okay, who wants to me? Who wants to go first? Okay, you're gonna go first. Uh, which game uh, would you like to start with? I will we'll talk about Final Fantasy 16 first, just to get yeah, it out please, please, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. so. I haven't beaten this game yet, which is crazy. I've been taking it slowly. Like I'll just like play a couple hours or maybe an hour or two every night and just kind of just leave it. Uh, Yeah. It's an intense game. It's hard to kind of just power, power through. Um, Yeah. It's just really good. The boss fights are insane. There's just some, Mm -hmm. there's just some stuff in that game. It's just nuts. But what I really love is all the marketing and trailers that they showed were legitimately from like the first like three yeah. hours of the game everything else after has just been like like whoa like it's just like <laughs> it's it's really fun seeing people who sure. aren't final fantasy fans be like like where did all the game of thrones go it's like it's final fantasy land now mm-hmm. dude like we're over here and like weirdo stuff um yeah it's fun to play characters are great writing's really good the music is crazy like it's just there's a boss boss fight just kind of like like left my jaw like open <laughs> and they were using like final fantasy 14 raid stuff in the game too so it's like okay right. i'm used to how they design fights kind of thing but it's just yeah uh yeah it's super good anyone who has never played a final fantasy game should play it it's definitely the one to to play um unless you don't like cussing then don't play it because mm-hmm. there's lots of lots of f <laughs> bad f words bombs in it B- mm-hmm. lots of lots of sex too uh, oh my lord <laughs> but which is new for the series hey yeah. like, this has never been it's never been in here um but yeah it ha- Taco Bell's fucking <laughs> there's some there's some there's some stuff but i think my favorite thing being a huge final fantasy 14 fan 
and playing this game by the same team and just having that same uh, like jokiness that they have in their writing is really fun. Like there is a side quest called Cock and Balls, which is Love like it. amazing. <laughs> Love it. And they have all these like achievements that are just really funny, like jokes that Final Fantasy fourteen has. So it's just really it's really cute to see that, that they just had fun, like they always do. Um, so I'm glad that they're having su- success with their first mm-hmm. like big title. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Play it. Uh, you might cry. It's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, so now I'll talk about Story of Seasons. Uh, okay, cool. Load up the video. Yeah, let me get this one right here. Hit the share button. Share screen story of seasons. I'm going to be hopping through. I think I have two story of seasons videos. So I'll just play cool. both of them. Yeah. So the, so what I want to say is I'm glad that I'm doing this review kind of after the other reviews have come out for it, because what a lot of people have been saying is like, it feels slow. It feels old, which of course it does. It's an old game, but this is like, this is what the genre was before like Stardew Valley happened and Stardew Valley kind of convinced people that that's how these games should be, which is not my preferable way to play these types of games. Hmm. Um, And I like the more slow methodical feeling that this game has, which is like, it basically takes like the concept of like time and like actually makes you experience like what time is like, like experiencing a person's life over 30 years type of thing. It's not like rushing you to get from like point A to point B. You're not rushing through to like do everything you can in one day because you can't, because your stamina is so restricted. Like you have to be smart with how you mm-hmm. plan your things with your farming and with your, animals and with your girlfriend or boy boyfriend or whatever you're going to do and it's like stardew valley allows you to do all those like you can do everything you want in a day and that that game is still have time left over in this game it's like you you farm and then it's like five o'clock like okay like i okay cool like i have to talk to that girl tomorrow instead you know like that kind of thing and it's it does a really good job of simulating time and how like just life kind of can pass by you. Like things are okay. You know, you're just kind of living your life on a farm. And then like you walk outside one day and your guy has gray hair. You're like, okay, like, like a, you, you age people in the town age and move away and people die. People like your animals die. You're like these things, they're living and breathing people. And it's mm-hmm. really interesting how Stardew Valley and games inspired by it have kind of taken that away. There's no like, um, I don't want to say edge, but there's no like uh, risk. Like there's mm. nothing like, you know, what's going to happen. Like, you know, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna go talk to them and there might be an event that happens, but you might not. But in like this game, like you might wake up and your neighbor could be dead. Like that's just kind of <laughs> the thing that happens. Like there's set dark there's set. There's yeah, there's yeah, it's super dark. There's set deaths in the in the story. There's like an overarching story. And it really hammers in like you're making a wonderful life. Like that's the whole thing. It's like every character that you meet is trying to make the best they can of their life. They're moving here to like better themselves or to meet someone or to like get away from the city or to have kids. They're just trying to make life better. They're trying to just live 
in peace. And that's just like the core concept of it. But the, mm-hmm. the huge concept is literally like life. It's so slow and things are so normal for a long period of time. And then something happens like, and that's what it does really well. Like you you'll have a kid, you'll play a couple years and then your kid grows, grows up and your kid is in influenced by people in your life who your friends are who your wife is or your husband is and they'll learn certain skills and then eventually they leave and like your kid's gone and it's just you on your farm with gray hair and you're like all by yourself and then eventually you you die and it's like and then the game unlocks the new game plus mode called heaven mode it's called heaven mode or you just like you just you just can keep farming but really it's like in the actual story you just pass away like it's just kind of it's just a really it's really dark and that's why i love it it i mean it seems like it's the the theme of the game is right there in the title it's it's about a it's about life it's about a life it's not like an animal crossing it's not really stardew valley it's no it's about the you know you you hear that cliche uh, a life well lived, right? That's yeah, cool. that's exactly. Oh, it's a life well, lived. and this yeah. game is seems like from your, what you're telling me, it seems like that's what this is about. This is about that journey. Yep. For, like your See? kid grows Look, up, they leave you. Up. You, you know, oh. it's everything and you experience. You got gray, gray hair, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's it's a really special game because of that. Because uh, you, you live thirty years, and like each year is hmm. forty days. So you have oh boy. there's ten ten dark there. <laughs> yeah, there's ten days in a season, and then you keep going. Okay. And it's like yeah, and like people in these reviews I've been reading, like they're like, Yeah, it's slow and it's like and it's plotting. It's like, yeah, like that's what these games used to be. Like Stardew Valley has sure. convinced us that these games are supposed to be like you can do everything, everything's happy, like let's go. Like I'm just like I'm just glad that this is here, even yeah. as like even 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 if it's just for me, like as like a fan. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just without me even talking about what like the changes. They so much mm-hmm. quality of life. Things are easier to play. It's easier to control. Um, characters got updated. You might not like them if you're a fan. I don't really really care. They made some people who are ugly, sexy, so you could date them. They made a girl who was 16, 18, so you could date her. Like that's good okay. changes overall. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, it's really, really cool. My favorite character is this girl named Molly. Her name used to be Muffy in the original, but her name is Molly now. Mm. Uh, she is a 30-year-old barista, and she is like really sad with her life because she was like, I'm 30 and I live in this small town and nobody wants, wants me. Like what's wrong with me? Mm. Um, and she's the one I always marry. Cause like, I feel bad for her, but one, like she's older and I sure. like that. So I just like, yeah, there's just, every character has that, that character tick. It's like, Oh, they're kind of, there's something here. Like she's, 30 she's like yeah i want to have kids before the the time runs out like i'm about to like go like like okay she wants kids there's another girl mm-hmm. named nami who is just kind of like wandering and like she doesn't know what she wants in life and if you date date her she'll eventually like want to be on the farm and like find love in the farm but if you don't she'll fall in love with another guy in the town and like they'll have their own thing like all these other characters that you could date are start to date each other to date each other as well so it's like it's a living like thing which is cool and their kids and your kids can be friends and 
Yeah, it's it's something. It, there, these other farming simulator games don't do this, where you can play through a whole period of someone's life, and the kids grow up, and kids have friends, and everything. Uh, but yeah, it's if you want to see what the olden days were like, then definitely <laughs> play it. Days. But yeah, it's 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 great. Um, maybe like two hundred hours if you want to <laughs> if you want to wow, play through it. Good lord. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, that that game's amazing. Uh, sweet. Yeah, it's the game that made me fall in love with the genre, the genre, genre. and that's that's it. And it's crazy. I was playing that game when I was like twelve, and I, (laughs) I had, I just wasn't aware of the themes. I was like, yeah, I just want to farm. Let's just let's just go. A lot Um, deeper than farming, obviously. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You've been playing another game. Yeah. Aliens. I forgot the subtitle. Dark Descent. That's what I was going to say. I was like, that's the other one. But no, that's this one. Yeah. So Aliens Dark Descent is a game that is pretty freaking good. If you're into like PC, like strategy games, it's definitely like, it's definitely in that vein. It's not, it, it's kind of crazy how like, um, my, like there's so much minutia in this game that you have to manage, mm-hmm. which is really like it, it's super cool because uh, it's also it's a stealth game, it's a combat game, it's also a like squad management game, kind of like Darkest Dungeon where you have to like manage their mental health and like oh I like that comparison. Yeah, so it's like it's at the start, the story at the start is really bad. I recommend skipping it. Don't even like don't even <laughs> pay attention. Just keep just like skip, skip, skip. Get to the main part where you you're in this ship and you're sending your dudes down to this other ship that has aliens on it and you're trying to retrieve survivors retrieve important intel for mm-hmm. butai and like all these things um and that's just kind of the basis of it is like you're up in the ship you got your dudes you're like hey how's everything going okay let's go retrieve the stuff and then you go and it's like it's on a set map which is super cool it's not randomly mm-hmm. generated so there's there's a level of like handcraftedness that games I think are games need to like keep being interested and also especially these kinds of games especially these that. yeah because yeah. it like it allows you to be like okay I know where this is I've seen this before like okay I I know how to approach this but they're able to drop you in at different spots to, with hmm. different goals and different like it's a huge ship with like a huge map with different layers and different floors and just all these, all these things. So you're constantly forced to explore and you're, you're forced to like maybe kill some people on your team. If you need to like, okay, let's peek around the corner and like, okay, he's going to get killed. But (laughs) at least I know that that's, that's, that's the thing I need is over there. Um, Yeah. If you, it's not as XCOM as I thought it would be. It's way more action focused than I was anticipating. Um, like there's a fun thing like where you, of, oh sorry go ahead yeah yeah there's a fun thing where you can like get into a back of like an army vehicle with like a big gun on the oh, back really? and just kind of like yeah just like drive a car around and like shoot huh. aliens yeah so it's like there's just if you can get to that point it's really fun um I like the um like the demo that we played at PAX was great mm-hmm. because it puts you on the ship and you had to kind of move like you said move from room to room taking care of things, making these decisions, watching the mental health of these folks, watching the the sound you make, 
um, and managing them individually because of their different skill sets and stuff. But I stupidly, one of the things that I absolutely loved was when you're like your level of anxiety. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) When your level of anxiety would start to like get up higher and you start to, your character start to freak out you get into a room and you just seal that door behind you. And you're like, yeah. okay, everybody calm down. The Xenomorphs <laughs> can't get in this room. Just calm down. And like during the demo, I was all excited. I'm like, oh, cool. My guys are going to calm down here. Okay. There's no Xenomorphs. Cause you see them on a little mini map. They start to show up. And then those fuckers will just bust into the room <laughs> without like yeah. an area that I had forgotten to seal off. They'll break <laughs> in. And like half my squad was murdered. I think JJ yeah. was laughing at me snapping the uh, video, but yeah, it seems like that anxiety level is, mm. is definitely a big part of this. Yeah. It's really interesting. Cause like you can play that. Like I was thinking it's going to be like aliens one type of like, mm-hmm. you know, more where you just like can't be stopped, but it's more aliens two, where it's like, they're just coming at you and you're just like mowing them down, which is cool. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's also instances where it's like, okay, I am, am out of ammo. What do I do? Okay, well, this is where the more tactical people in your squad come in and they're like, okay, let's lay down gotcha. mines and traps and let's like figure this out. There's a lot of instances where that can happen. Um, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a really well thought out um, strategy game. Um, cool. If you like aliens and you like these types of like weird PC, uh, it's definitely a PC game, like if, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah it's, it's like, definitely a PC game. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's like yeah. this is a PlayStation trailer, it's like no, play it on PC. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it, it's one of those. I forget who. Some people made a Warhammer game that's really popular, like Gothic like, yeah, Fleet whatever, or something. Yeah. Like made this, and yeah, it's definitely there. Um, but yeah, it had it's. <laughs> there's the typical. Android, where he's like, I'm evil because that's what this series has. This, there's a lot of like a lot more story elements that they're showcasing here. None of that was in the actual demo. Yeah. The tutorial. Yeah. So the basic hook is like, okay, there is a mole in the Marines. Someone snuck on aliens and alien inside of like a, like a tube onto the ship. And. Tip. Yeah, and it's like Wu is like we can't let Wu Tai know because it'll damage our goods and we will make less mm-hmm. money, like that kind of thing. Um, but eventually, past the tutorial where I said skip it because that's all they talk about, it's really it sucks. But mm-hmm. past that, you start learning about more intricate dramas happening mm-hmm. within the Marines and with Wu Tai and all these things, it's like like rogue groups living on the planets who abandoned huh. wu-tai and like all these things it's it's really really cool if you like okay. alien you're gonna yeah. like this uh yeah nice definitely worth it it's 60 gigabytes so okay. if that's a turnoff for you i know some people are like if it's above 20 i'm not gonna play it but like it's <laughs> a, yeah it, but yeah it's definitely definitely good cool people thought we were kind of crazy when you gave them gave it uh one of your favorite awards at the show yeah uh but uh yeah so it's this this game doesn't trailer well i don't think it it, it, it's a completely different experience when you're sitting down and actually doing this playing this game and being sometimes overwhelmed by the choices you have to make to not just not die (laughs) 
Yeah, so like I played the tutorial and I got through the story stuff and I DM Taylor. I was like, dude, this game sucks. <laughs> like I was like, dude, this game was this game was the worst. Oh my god. And then like I said, I saw a Mandalore video who's a reviewer that I like to watch. Yeah. I and he said, he said, Hey, this game's good. I was like, I'll I'll go back to it. And I did. I was like, okay, I was wrong. Horrible tutorial. Everyone I've mm. seen who's talked about this game has agreed. Like the t- like the initial story ah, is just bad. Yeah, like, uh, we're know. in that era of gaming where there isn't good tutorials anymore. It's just <laughs> yeah. So if you're an a- alien man or alien woman, alien they them, an alien aficionado, play this. Yeah, cool. I am one of those, so I'm I'm excited for that. Right. This I, I'm not a strategy person, but I'm I was actually really looking forward to this game. So that's good. That's um, strategy. It's pretty, in a, it's strategy pretty straight, straight. Straight. It's pretty yeah. straightforward. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, like yeah. click and like shoot and going. But there's still strategy to like, oh, do I want this guy to die or not? Like, yeah, sure. kind of kind of thing. Choices. We all make choices. Um, speaking of choices, I'm gonna get into one game that I'm playing, uh, and then we'll get into the game that JJ and I are both. So I am reviewing a game called Kingdom 80s. I have never played uh you guys ever played any of the Kingdom games? Yeah, they're good. This is why I'm not I'm not interested in this because I don't like the aesthetic change. Sure. I had never played a Kingdom game. So um <clears throat> essentially what they are is they're sort of these seemingly simple uh like narrative tower defense base building type of games, right? You're collecting, um, you're sort of building up an outpost to protect it from oncoming onslaughts. And in this case, it's very Stranger Things like because set in the 80s, kids on bikes. Uh, you you play a character named the leader, you, like there's no other name to this person. And then you meet up with like Champ and you meet up with like they have sort of these classes type of things, but um. As you can kind of see, let me scroll that back a little bit. Uh, you you essentially scoot around on your bike, and you see kids at this. It starts off in the camp. You see kids at the camp. It's look, they're wearing little hard hats, and you drop coins. Um, you Bye, start Zach. off. With the, hi, Zach. <laughs> you start off wherever Zach went. <laughs> He'll be back um, to the to the upside down. <laughs> to the upside, <clears throat> Zach's back from the upside down. No, um, you you, tabs, man. Yeah, exactly. That happened to me all the time. Uh, you drop a little coin. You, they give you a bag of coins to start with, and you you either upgrade some of the little buildings or you drop coins to the kids to go ahead and start upgrading, building stuff. You can chop down trees. You can do whatever. Uh, build fences. Build little outposts. You're taking, like, garbage cans and using them to build up, like, fortifications. You can increase, like, axes and bows and arrows and that kind of stuff <clears throat> and then at nighttime the greed shows up the greed of the bad guys which is just i don't know they they're so quick uh when they do show up that they um it's it's almost the point it's like oh i missed the midnight attack because i was off with my character on the other side of the screen there's no real map system it's like it doesn't really zoom in or zoom out you're literally your character's in the middle and that's all you see it really wants to be sort of hyper focused um and there's nighttime there's a little greed guys right there uh and there's your characters and so you build up this town uh you build up this fortification and you protect yourself from the greed and um 
it's a short game in that, <clears throat> again, it's so simple. It's so laid back that all your, like, really, you do two things. You drop coins uh, to kids to fortify stuff, or you go to buildings and upgrade them. And eventually they'll create new buildings and you'll, you'll make new buildings after that. Um, uh, and then you zip back and forth and you meet people and you can't, you know, you'll meet, like I said, you meet the champ who is got, I forget it was swimming or whatever it was, uh, at one portion. And he's, he's like, Oh, you know, I, the, the greed stole my capability to, uh, find my trophy or whatever it was. And so you have to, find his trophy, but you can only do that if you open up certain areas of the, um, of the map and kind of fortify certain things and the game moves quick. And it's, I mentioned that earlier because I really want to make it a point, uh, before you realize it, like you don't, your, your little couple of tents and like house has become essentially a giant camp. And then you're like, Oh crap, I've sort of completed this. And then you move on to the next area, which is a whole other town. You move on to the next area, which is like a uh, carnival or whatever. I'm not going to name all of the um, all the no, zones. But there's one. like five or six zones. Five zones? Name five one. zones. Uh, <clears throat> and it, they go by quick. And it, it's meant to be quick. It's meant to allow you to play yeah. this game um, at your own pace and really laid back. Because there's only f- like five major zones in this one, I think it's only like a few short hours to to complete this, let me switch to a different one. Is I think there's a gameplay here. Y'all, I'll share this tab instead. Um, they want you to kind of take this in a relaxed mood, and and for me, this is the game you play on handheld. Don't play it on it on a piece on like on a laptop screen. Don't play on a big screen TV. Don't play it on a big monitor. Um, I played on the Steam Deck, and I was outside on uh, in the hammock at nighttime, and it was fucking perfect. Like this was the mood just chilling back outdoors i mean i can almost play this game camping i think it'd be kind of cool too but um perfect hand handheld one i think it, it's even on mobile or might be coming to mobile yeah. I think the other kingdom games have been on the mobile. other two ones yeah <clears throat> are and it's basically takes the other like the the feel of those other kingdom games and just drops it into the 80s and makes it sort of a standalone thing it's not it's tied to them but not really tied to them and it's really simple from that standpoint like you're building shit um and that's really it. I mean, the amount of depth, like I was surprised by the amount of depth in this game because I thought, again, you're just dropping coins, so things move quickly. But then the narrative elements in there, you're like, holy shit, I'm helping people sort of self-discovery in some aspects of some of these characters. And I'm helping, you know, uh, get people back into the town. I'm helping to make them feel like, you know, their homes are safe. It's just, there's some really kind of cool elements to this that i wasn't expecting from a seemingly simple style game and it's it's spooky at nighttime by the way that some of the some of those the greed that uh that show up later in the game are are kind of bigger on the screen and they do a good job of being um pixel but then kind of scary pixel so yeah it's just nice laid back very easy very easy to digest very easy to get into and uh the 80s aesthetic is really in or it was in maybe a year or two ago, three years ago, and it's maybe at this point now it's like starting to really wane. It's so we're been, at, it's been over like, for about a decade. Yeah. Listen, well, here's <laughs> the thing about it because it's not it's not an '80s aesthetic. It's a movie aesthetic. It's a movie uh, aesthetic uh, to it, the point where, ready, your uh, 
the you're on a bike here. You can trade that for the yeah. Delorean I've seen on. yeah. I've said I'd say I saw four or five different Back to the Future references. Yeah, in there are plenty these trailers, plenty. and it's yep. just like the eighties. It's it's Stranger Things did it good because like you would go into their bedroom and it would look like <clears> it was built in the sixties, and it just yeah. so happens to have some <laughs> modern. It's like you know everything's shag and it doesn't like. But instead, whenever anyone's like, it takes place in the eighties, and all that mm. means is it's TV. Uh, it's, it's movie 80s yeah it's movie eight and it's not even it's movie Steven 80s it's it's sears catalog it's 80s. sears catalog it's but it's yeah. that's okay that's okay yeah. i'm I, fine with it i it's, i don't know it's if I'm, the, whatever it's like but it's um, kind of a it, it's a weird way of just like um the reason why so many horror movies these days take place are like period pieces because mm. you have to figure out a way for your cell phone not to work in horror movies. And yeah. your two choices yeah. are set it in the eighties or <laughs> say, are you guys getting in reception? Uh, There's no your, stick, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same way with a lot of these things. Now it feels yeah. like the aesthetic is just because it's an excuse to do bright colors without making people mad. And it's an excuse to make everything as sort of low tech as possible. You kind of get a free pass for, for some design choices where it's like, well, it's supposed to evoke that uh, retro feel. <laughs> so, I think, I think in this case, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's an aesthetic because if, if they could have done this with the nineties, they could have done this today. They could have done it in the twenties. Um, it's literally just a design aesthetic. And I could see them do something like this with real modern era type of stuff. But uh, no, it's, um, it's not, it's not super deep. It is just the right amount of gameplay. It's I, uh, is Zach, is Zach frozen for anyone else or is it just me because it was upsetting? He was it was frozen on a big smile and I hated it. <laughs> um but no, I like I didn't I didn't have a big smile playing this game, but I did enjoy just the laid back nature of it. And I yep. sometimes I don't have time to do like really hardcore base building and strategy stuff. Um but this just felt just right and yeah, being on a handheld was is perfect for this. I could just kind of again chill back, chill outside, lay back, and uh, chill back. I like chill back. Yeah, lay out, games... lay, lay back, and chill, and and hang and play this game, and be like, okay, I've played it for like fifteen minutes. I've built up my time a little bit more. I can shut it off. Yeah, games like that that have really simple and easy to like digest Oops. and like yeah. access like RPG systems mm-hmm. are some of my favorites. Final Fantasy sixteen does a really good job of having really okay. simple systems where you can just like lock in and do something while you leave. Uh, but yeah, like there's games like that that are supposed to be simple that I like spend hours upon yeah, hours on yeah. because it's like so addicting. It's so easy to get through that like loop. That's fun. So it's like, yeah. uh, I think uh, that loop, that hook is what really is exciting to me. So I've, I will say that um, you kind of get to a point with the game that uh, you feel like you've done everything in, like the certain area, like I'm going to say with the camp, right? You feel like you've done everything in that camp and then you move on to the next one. The only thing I would have liked is if you could kind of go OP in a zone. Like I, I would stay in that camp even after I cleared out, you know, done all the stuff in the checklist I need to do and open up the area. I would love to stay in there just met, come, like gone past the maximum settings for, for what I'd want my uh, my town to be like, I want to have like massive fortifications. I want to level up everything way beyond what it needs to be because there's that little bit of OCD in me 
to max things out, but they don't really let you do that. Um, I wish they did, but yeah, I mean, again, slate, it's really laid back. It's a cool strategy game. I think it's something that, um, folks who don't have a lot of time, this is maybe a game more for adults that are like my gen, which are like, yeah, I I lived through the eighties and, uh, I like references and I like stranger things and I like (laughs) rewatching back to the future. And that could be maybe with this game. It's just look, okay. I mean, it just looks cringe. That's just now you're my, speaking of cringe. You take. look frozen now. now yeah. you're <laughs> that looks cringe. Um, on to the game that JJ and I have been. We've sort of been looking forward to for a while now because tents and uh, trees, tents and trees, <laughs> game of the year. We will get into that event again, uh, yeah. Zach. You're gonna, you're gonna let la- you're gonna you. We were giggling about where that was falling on uh, on game of the year list, but holy shit, we ended up liking that. <laughs> I downloaded it too and then played it. Um, but uh, we're wrestling fans. We used to run SQW, uh, the <laughs> side questing wrestling podcast, for so long. Um, we go to wrestling events all the time. We watch wrestling shows. We talk about wrestling. We're in the wrestling community to some extent. And uh, we've been playing AEW Fight Forever. Fight we got, Forever. We got the code a week or so ago. Yeah. Uh, codes for both of us. Um, and we've been, mostly been playing on Steam Deck. I know I've been playing exclusively on Steam Deck. <clears throat> JJ, you probably as well. Yeah, most the game releases, Deck, but tomorrow. I definitely have played it. Uh, desktop style so okay i didn't play desktop i i played on steam deck because uh i love it just i don't have the time to sit in front of a computer to play games so i like yeah. to be mobile yeah. and and, no, and do that and again another game i was playing out on the on the hammock we have a really cheap hammock and this thing steam deck is great for that handheld games it's great. a hammock game yeah it's a, right now you are screaming or yawning and that's, <laughs> yeah. still, that's great um <clears throat> he's not uh yawning because uh the game's boring because this game is great i'm gonna show you um right now let me see if i can open up uh, a window here Uh-oh, it's been fun it? I can't so what keep it's talk, the it's the 28th right when we're doing this in case you're listening yeah. to it later so the embargo went up today so yep. i was really curious what people's opinions on this game was going to end up being because uh i knew it was going to be divisive yes um okay uh and i was mostly right uh a little more divisive than i kind of expected in terms of sort of i don't know i don't know what people expected out of this game but like day one it was really clear what this game was gonna be what they were trying to do with it yeah so i don't know what else to like so here's uh, the way i kind of put it is um i'm gonna play this this the the four pillars match um the way I kind of think of this game is it is AEW 101, right? There's our, yeah. There are folks out there who aren't, uh, who maybe don't know about AEW as much as WWE um, because they've grown up out of that era, but yeah. they out of wrestling. And the and only thing th- they know of right now yeah. is WWE, but it's, they it's, do remember. Yeah, it's the lapsed no fan game. It's the lapsed yeah. fan. Uh, I haven't played a wrestling game since the early 2000s uh the n64 games and i think i played a little bit on like ps2 um and gamecube but uh that was it i haven't touched them because it just never seemed all that great to me i love no mercy i think no mercy is legendary for what for what it was trying to be um a lot of those folks 
uh, develop this game. Kenny Omega had a lot of lot of yeah, development they, in this game. They they specifically went uh, to Ukes, Ukes because yep. they they knew that it's the thing that the fans have been sort of pining for for so long. Mm -hmm. uh is a sort of return to a simple wrestling game yep, yep. uh so i guess I, I i'll talk about wrestling games for just a hot minute yeah about this do it because i keep because i've been playing i i don't miss wrestling games like um <laughs> not been, at all huh there's been sort of a renaissance of wrestling games lately um you can go online and find a shit ton of wrestling games that have come up in the last few years you know wwe has a new game mostly every year there was the one year where they had to miss it because uh the game that they had just released was hot garbage and didn't work i and, remember that one yeah. and, and, and so but they, they're kind of back in their uh annual thing uh you got that you got fire pro wrestling so wwe 2k is supposed to be sort of the sim it's hard to sim wrestling mm -hmm. because what makes professional wrestling professional wrestling is hard to convey in a video game uh wwe is mostly just a fighting game a straight yep. fighting game uh it, it's hard to tell stories in a in a, in a wrestling match in wwe and they kind of there's some nuance that is lost in the wwe stuff fire pro wrestling uh is definitely <laughs> more of a hardcore enthusiasts take on wrestling one. yeah mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a hd 2d now uh kind of wrestling game that's kind of infinitely customizable and it, it it's it's much more difficult to play it, it's it's kind of mm -hmm. like the guilty gear of professional wrestling games it requires a sort mm -hmm. of uh touch uh to play that a typical fighting game player is not going to have um and it's that typical uh wrestling game player is not going to have uh and then you got the arcade stuff you've got mm -hmm. um action arcade wrestling which used to be the chikara wrestling game until chikara folded um you've got uh the wrestling oh what was what's the what's the arcade game that's based off wwf superstars uh oh yeah i remember i know what you're talking about it's yeah, got yeah, like yeah. warhorse and guys yep. in it. yeah that, that one's that one's good uh but that's just kind of an arcade fighting game um hey, you got rest, uh wrestling revolution which is mm. uh that game is uh bananas uh it's barely a wrestling game but uh boy howdy is it probably <laughs> of the games that i've mentioned the most entertaining to play that's for damn sure um and the title menu is a bootleg kanye song uh it's very good um right. but the, and now so you have aew which is mm -hmm. coming in as this game that is uh not just inspired by the old nintendo 64 games i would say that this is if they kept making them this is what it would be right now because mm -hmm. the control scheme is virtually unchanged it's unchanged man it feels just as chonky as yeah. those original games i love Here, it here's the thing that made uh mm. those nintendo 64 games so good is that um they were slow Mm -hmm. um yep. and methodical like you only had a handful of button inputs you could do uh but like it, it really sort of it, it it really sort of made you think about 
momentum because mm-hmm. it's not it's not health bar based. Uh, the Nintendo 64 games are not health based. You can see it on this screen right, right at the here. bottom there. The little yeah. those bars that are those next those those are momentum. <clears throat> um, so when you're doing good, it gets more that that meter gets more and more full. Um, and it's the same way in the Nintendo 64 games. If you're taking a beating, the it gets lower and lower. And if it's in the if it's super small, if it's in the blue range. Uh, the likelihood of you getting thrown out of the ring or pinned or submitted mm-hmm. goes up a thousandfold. But when you're in this high level like this, it increases your chances of kicking out of, um, you know, holding a pin or an attack yeah, or, or a, a submission yeah, hold, yeah. or getting thrown over the top rope in a battle royale or whatever. And when you is get real? to yeah. what is wrestling real? Yes, it's the realest real. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing more real. It's the only <laughs> real sport. Um, so it, it, it's so mo- it's momentum based and I love mm-hmm. the idea. I've always loved the idea in the Nintendo 64 games that is made up of here is as long as you're good at it, you can get a couple of finishers in because the way you yeah. act, because you have to, you could see where it says signature, signature right there at the bottom. Yeah. So when you go in the signature, <clears throat> you flick the right stick and you do a taunt and it activates your special move and you can use your special move as many times as you want for the few seconds that the finisher is fully activated and that's a really really cool way of doing professional wrestling and finishers unlike wwe actually feel like they do something like if you hit a finisher on somebody it can really take them down Mm -hmm. um so I, i really like the way the gameplay of this game is the best for a wrestling game. There's a lot of everything else that surrounds it that is not necessarily great in this game. Um, so, okay, my experience with wrestling games is NWO, I think, on the N64. Yeah, it's the same. Know? Yeah, it's that yeah, there were f- like there were four games. There was WCW World Tour, WCW NWO Revenge. WrestleMania 2000, WWF WrestleMania 2000, and WWF No Mercy. They're all yeah. basically the same gameplay mm-hmm. style. Yep. Uh, and yeah. this this is the next in that lineage. It's the exact so same. My older brother, Eric, he would make me play these with him. Yeah. And, I, and I was like five or six, so he would I would always lose. But that's, yeah. that's like the cons concept of these games. And yeah. I've always... like. Anytime I see the newer ones, I always still think that they control the same, like how they control yeah, back. With like, no. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, it's funny to hear you say they're still got the chunky controls. Cause I was like, yeah. I wonder if they got the same, same, same controls and they yeah. do. So that's, it, so that's it, funny. what I said. That's like a modern WWE game relies so heavily on chain wrestling and mm-hmm. reversals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of irritating. Uh, it's getting to the point now. Where it's the sh- almost yeah. tactical. It's yeah. almost like more tactical than it. Was. Yeah, you have to like you have to uh, you have to like memorize timing mm. windows yep. and stuff and everything. Oh, like I also want to see games that people yeah. people play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I want to point. Out, so the referee in, as you can see in here, is Aubrey Edwards. Yep. Um, and she's actually uh, done game stuff. She's a she, she's done, she's a she's an she's actual from, game. Yeah, yeah, she's a game developer. She graduated with a game dev degree yeah. from uh, what's it yeah. called? Uh, she's that famous one in Seattle area. The Digipen. She's from. Digipen, yeah. She, she, she's from here. She used to be. She used to be a referee for Defy Wrestling called. Yep. And her uh, ring name was uh, only you will appreciate this, Dally, but it's it was Girl Hebner. 
Love it. Laurel uh, Hebner. Yep. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So I'm going to, before we get to some of the stuff that you may not, may not yeah. love, um, I'm coming at this. So JJ is the established wrestling guy yeah. in terms of games and stuff. I'm the lapsed guy who hasn't touched a wrestling game <laughs> in forever because I thought, okay, I'm, I'm good enough just watching. Nothing captures that feeling. So my, I first started playing wrestling games in the eighties. A lot of people did um, with, you know, pro wrestling on the NES. I think WrestleMania, I think WWE, WWF superstars, whatever those games on the NES is where me and my buddies would get together in the summers and we'd play pro wrestling with Starman, you know, yeah, and then yeah. we'd play WWE superstars with Hulk Hogan and uh, Macho Man and all that kind of stuff. And Andre and, we would just play those for hours every day and then watch WWE on Saturday mornings. Cause that's when it was, you know, back then. And so that was for us, that was great. And then that moved into the nineties and I played, we played the, the game, the N64 games in college. We'd watch WCW nitro on Mondays. And then we'd play the NWO or whatever the, the, the games on N64. Um, and we had a blast doing that. And then it kind of died off for us because we got real life hit, had to work, couldn't spend as much on games in the early 2000s, yada, yada, yada. Um, we were too busy making songs and uh, redoing We Didn't Stop the Fire. Uh, the fire. Um, so uh, I lapsed um, and I lost, you know, three generations of wrestling games. And for all intents and purposes, they really weren't very good from the early 2000s. Well, until- and also you have to keep in mind that the 2K games and the SmackDown games are not that far removed from one another. Yes, so like- exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, then it, then it came down to just one wrestling game and it was just the, the, the WWE 2K stuff and that was it. And so I thought I wasn't interested. Once it became annualized-ish, I thought I'll I'll get it next year and I never got it. And I think that happened to a lot of people who, with, who used to love wrestling games because they were events. Wrestling games were these big event things that you would buy and you'd play it over and over again. You'd play a wrestling game forever. You would fight forever. I'm going to hit the replay on this because... uh. Uh, we can start. Um, and so that was that was me. I got into wrestling again lately. I'm a huge AEW fan. I thought I want to, if I'm going to hop in, let me start with the one that I'm enjoying the most because I really love AEW because of its more sort of indie circuit, international, everything is linked. Uh, they understand that they're one of many promotions as opposed to WWE just thinking that they're they're the only promotion. And so... Um, I started watching AEW. I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna play this game. I was really getting excited for it, and it has mostly hit everything I've wanted it to hit. The um, I'm actually I played online. I, I I liked playing online. I've only played like three or four matches online, so not not that much. But uh, I'm more excited about doing some couch co-op with friends on this one because I think this would be a blast, especially for like my I'm brother-in-law and my. My brother-in-law and my sister-in-law are getting into AEW. They're big WWE fans, but they've slowly been getting into AEW because of you know a lot of the WWE stars going over. And so this, for my brother-in-law, I think he would absolutely dig this because this is AEW 101. This is the history of AEW. This game is essentially how AEW starts. Like They go through a lot of the history of like the road to elite is what they call the career mode in this, which is 
it starts off the very first AEW event, basically, right? And so <laughs> your character enters the Casino Royale, which you draw your card. You got to try to last through this Casino Royale to the very end. I did, by the way. I, I kicked butt as my guy, um, which you'll see in a second, you know, when I introduce him here. Um, Can I just say uh, <laughs> for that, I I didn't create a wrestler for it. I just picked Brian Danielson. Oh, nice. Okay. And okay. I drew and I drew second. Oh, and dude, nice. I won. Yep. Uh, I drew, th I think I drew second as well with my creator wrestler. Yeah. yeah. And it was very fun to get a seven star rating after the match. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, you get ratings after match and stuff. So, yeah, you get the um, Meltzer stars. You get the Meltzer stars. I like that. And they're, they're so I think that's what. I'm kind of leading into is that this game knows what it what it's trying to be. It's like okay, they, they have to introduce themselves to the public yeah. uh, from the wrestling side. Like you, WWE can be of the moment. They can say yeah. here is the bloodline stuff in the very in the new yeah. WWE game. You can't do that with AEW because they're still a small, much smaller promotion. You have so they're they're kicking it off by saying this is who we are. This is our history. This is a lot of the characters. And I think part of that is also the game has been in such long, long in development that characters like Kenny Omega is different. CM yeah. Punk <laughs> is different in this. Obviously, MJF is very uh, it, different yeah. from the, his character development. It, well, and, and and also like Cody Rhodes is in the game. Cody Rhodes is still and, in the game. And he hasn't been in the company for almost two years now. Yeah. And um, so um, William Regal is like the tutorial. You saw guy William Regal's and, tutorial and he's and not he's in the company in, for yeah, like he's in WWE. Months. So I, yeah. You know, I was gonna say so it's um it because of that because it's been so long in development and again Kenny Omega's been very hands-on in this thing as well as I think Aubrey has as well. And so it does feel a little dated from that standpoint. But if you are a lapsed wrestling gamer like I am, if you're someone who's just getting into AEW, or even if you're like actually a hardcore AEW fan, if you're not like an, a wrestling elitist type of person, I think <laughs> this is actually a really good, um, a good starting point for AEW and understanding what AEW is. Now, that being said, um, it's, it is light on content because the career mode is only like four months worth of events. There's only like 16, yeah. really well, 16 and, and there's, yeah. uh, weeks of battles and it, yeah. you know, you pass the casino Royale and there's very minimal choose your own adventure type of stuff that sort of takes place. It's, it's yeah. super linear. I, I um, like the idea of a lot of the stuff. Yeah. It's feeling. Like, you know, like the mini games uh, and yeah. like, well, the mini games I, I could, just do get that rid of them. Get, yeah, get, yeah. Just get rid of them. Um, but like in the road to the elite, I like the idea mm -hmm. of like, okay, like, okay, you got hurt in that match, so you got to go to the hospital and nurse yeah. yourself yep. and maybe have a meal. And do, like, you have to and sort do of a make a press some, conference and yeah, do your media scrum and stuff like that. Stuff's fun, but it never really feels like it means a whole lot of anything, exactly. Of because it's you're just you hit a button to play and it's yeah. like, I'm gonna select media scrum and it plays itself. I'm gonna select eat yeah. a meal and it plays. By the way, I will say those are kind of funny because I had Luchasaurus yell at me about or or teach me about 
big pizzas uh, yeah. in New- or wherever in New York. That that was yeah. actually kind of funny. I, I, I like the I like the photo op things. The it's, photo it's op silly. thing is fun. And I do like that when you start your career, it asks you uh, if you're a vegetarian or not. So yeah, can, that is so yep. it can change the food that you eat. It doesn't change it is like, like local what it does. foods yeah. and stuff. It's funny because yeah. you'll go to any place you eat your food at, and it'll show you like a picture yeah. of the food at the end. But yeah. um, the the problem I have is that while those are interesting you're not actually like yeah. you can go to the gym you're not actually working out in the gym you're just selecting light medium yeah. or difficult workout like yeah. i would actually love to press buttons and put, do the actual it's workouts definite, so yeah. it's not you like know. in no more heroes where you gotta go to the gym yeah. and you're like yeah. i would yeah, I yeah. would rather do that, like the no more hero style, than yeah. This, where I feel you're like hitting the button in it. I feel like that's fight forever two or whatever the fuck they're gonna yeah. call it. Yeah, and I think this is uh, baby steps towards fight forever two. I think be- yeah. they they kind of felt what this game feels the, like. It's like, hey, we needed to. This has been so far in development. We need to get this sucker out, and they're. I can almost guarantee you they're already working on the next one. Oh, you know, they got the, yeah. they've they've already got the season pass stuff figured out because a lot of like the really well, popular wrestlers aren't listen, even in this right I don't, now. I don't know if this is the place to talk about it in the review, but I don't know. there's stuff that has come out online sure. about a mode that is yeah. definitely in the game that is not in this game, and they haven't Yet. talked about. Wink. Yeah, yeah, but we won't talk about it. But we yeah, we won't no, talk it, about it in our review. But it it it, it seems weird to not. Because that is the, the mode that that is is so removed from mm-hmm. what this game is that I'm kind of fascinated by it. Uh, but and, um, I, I, yeah. I will say this. Um, so um, in terms of like the create a wrestler mode, it's not good. Yeah, um, it's very not good. It's old school. It is definitely like you're not. It has a lot of options to make a wrestler wrestle like somebody like if you wanted to make a roman reigns you could easily make a wrestler that wrestles like roman reigns but it is virtually impossible to make him look like roman Reigns. yeah 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 uh here's my guy by the way joe questicle yeah, um, yeah with the fist of the north star scars fist of the north star scars i have yeah i have some bullet wounds in there those there, are bullet wounds oh. those are fist of the north star scars yeah i know you got punched so hard yep. yeah no it's uh they uh here i'm gonna share this tab this is questicle versus brian cage one of the first matches you, you're up against is brian cage yeah. um they are uh it is yeah even the, the creator uh, the creation mode is very light like yeah. i couldn't i couldn't get anywhere near what i look like because there's yeah. only like 10 different heads total from yeah. men and women and yeah. um so there's it's definitely lacking again i really feel like they they were they probably thought we need to get this game out it's been so long in development yeah. that we're missing our window we got to yeah. get this out you know around forbidden door around our next because they're going yeah. to europe over the summer yeah. and they got to get out before then because yeah. then you're already starting to talk the next WWE you're talking about the next cycle is already being yeah. talked about with, we yeah. just talked about summer game fest. People yeah. are already worried about the stuff that's in the fall. This game could get lost if it was put off anymore. So, um, yeah. so, so uh, career modes, kind of a bust uh, create a wrestler is, is definitely, I would say definitely a bust. Uh, the mini games aren't anywhere near is I, they're yeah. adding more yep. with the season pass but uh, who cares um 
at the end of the day though the actual act of wrestling mm-hmm. is so, so good fun. it's so fun and so fun. and and the one thing i appreciate a lot about the wrestling in this first of all uh i i'm kind of bummed that the entrances are the way they are in this yes yeah, yeah uh they're not full entrances so you don't really get to experience like the big uh, thematic nonsense with a lot of the entrances, but I do like that you can change the camera angle and you get to control the pyro. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, but I like all of the small things that they have in this game. Um, and there's some things that you don't think you'd be able to do that you can absolutely do in this game. Like you can find like a skateboard and skateboard around the <laughs> ring, cool. yeah. skateboard in the ring. And then you can also dive off the skateboard over the top rope and suicide mm-hmm. dive onto your po- opponent. Uh, you can randomly, you will pull out a bag of tacks in the uh, uh, like hardcore match. What's the hardcore equivalent lights yeah, out yeah. matches. Yeah, lights out. Yeah. Uh, and like the tacks stay in the ring and stay on the wrestler um you can catch wrestlers midair like it's like it it does stuff that wwe games don't do a lot which is just sort of like gamify wrestling Mm. it's it's very fun i i like uh some of the weird small like if you click in the right stick as adam cole he lowers his knee pad (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, which is a nice touch because that's what he does before he gives his finishing move which is you know running knee to the back of the head he'll lower his knee pad mm-hmm. so it does more damage or like if you do that while playing as orange cassidy he'll go sloth style yep. and put his hands, put in, his hands pockets. in his pockets and all of these things like if you wrestle as the wrestler would wrestle you get buffs as well mm-hmm. so you'll get taunting buffs and you'll get the sloth style buffs and you'll get like performance buffs that like give you uh increased defense or movement or attack or you know it's 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 really cool the way they sort of um it it pays to play in character yes in a lot of what which is which is like which is kind of unheard of because like uh, so many of these games don't play that way. Wrestling mm-hmm. games don't really care. It, it, you play, you can play as a babyface or a heel, no matter what the character is and this stuff. Like, but this game incentivizes you playing as who you're playing as to, like, you know, be, be a smart ass and run mm-hmm. away and, and things. It's it's kind of neat. It's um, and I think that's kind of the gist of this is is mm-hmm. everything around the in ring action is kind of boring. Bad. And, and I would bad say and bad. Just, is it bad? Yeah, yeah it's, it's bad. Yeah, it's just not not interesting at all. Yeah. Um, but the in-ring action where my brother and I are, because we're when I play with friends, we're just going to select the fighter that we want to. We're going to select Kenny Omega. Yeah. We're going to select MJF. We're going to select CM Punk. We're going to yeah. select, you know, all the, uh, you know, Britt Baker. We're going to select these fighters. And oh, we're just gonna that's, play. that's another thing. This game does have intergender wrestling, which yes. hasn't been, I yeah. think it's been good it's been since like wwe smackdown 2007 or something yeah i noticed that too but yeah it's that's how i'm gonna play this and i i i went through the career mode and i was like okay i'm done with it i unlocked everything which isn't a ton and then i just wrestle i just would play it and again i think the in-ring action of this is so solid it's so fun it's so chonky it feels so right that 
like this is what I want yeah. a wrestling game to be from the actual I, wrestling standpoint. I will say at the end of the day, though, I the thing that bums me out about this game is how um i don't know the roster feels wrong like there's a lot of like notably missing people that aren't even announced for dlc yeah uh like it is kind of insane that the acclaim aren't in this yeah yeah. Uh, the Again, I think it's just Dunn. it's the and, timing like, thing and their music thing and yeah. their theme song is in it. Uh, yeah. Like it's stuff like Danhausen is going to be DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, FTR is going to be Evil Uno isn't in this game. Yeah. Yeah. You have two other members of the Dark Order. You have jo- you, you, John. You have Silver. Jo- yeah, Johnny Hungy. Yeah. And um and and uh what's her name i my brain is, is yeah stupid, I know, but I, that's your dark yeah, order yeah. representation yep like that's kind of fucked up like i don't know why evil uno isn't in this especially since he's been kind of their uh promotion for this mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. he's streaming it all the time and he was doing roster reveals <clears> and stuff but he's not in the game and he's not like part of the roster it's so weird like, yeah you know, i again i think it's just it's timing. It's development. They're not a giant. There's no team, it's, it's, timing. There's no excuse. Gives, uh, yeah, but um, for Evil Uno in particular, yeah, timing yeah, has yeah. no. He's been there since damn near day yes, one. True, true, true. And they have other members of the Dark Order in yeah. it. Brody Lee, who's been dead for a year and a half, is in this game. But yeah, Evil there are Uno, definitely there are definitely weird decisions. Definitely <laughs> there are two, on that. there are two yeah. dead people on the roster in this game, and yeah. Evil Uno yeah. isn't. Um, but. Yeah, that being said, I think uh you know, it's it is a it's a it's a solid first start. I yeah. I'm I'm going to be recommending this to people who don't know if you're just, just getting an AW. Yeah, I haven't had I've seen some videos yeah. of people having some serious uh bug issues. I had I, zero. I had I, I I had like one that wasn't particularly a bug, but like you could tell was about to become a serious issue okay. until it kind of like fixed itself shortly thereafter. Mine but, was uh, I was having issues early on. I mentioned I'm like this game is yeah. buggy as heck. It ended up being my Steam Deck just because I was downloading fifty yeah. Steam Decks for oh, demos what, in the background, yeah. which just when, murdered when anything I, in the Steam Deck. When I first booted this uh, yeah. game up, I booted it up through my computer, plugged into mm-hmm. my TV, and it tried to blast this game out at like four full 4K resolution. Oh, jeez, which. No, it 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 no it yeah, can't uh, it can't uh, it doesn't and, not with a scene uh, yeah yeah and but, I, but, I will yeah. say this um i'm i'm totally enjoying this game i'm getting i we we haven't been doing scores for side questing but this is a yeah. solid seven for this i'm yeah I'm I, I'm right a, there because I, i'm, I'm gonna say i'm a I'm a four star kind of guy yeah, when it comes okay, to yeah, review yeah. scales. <clears throat> and I would give this like a two and a half. I two think and it's half, really, yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's which, which is which a is two and a half. Out a of two and a half. Yeah, half, half, a half a tuna. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm happy with where they're, st- I'm satisfied with where they're starting. I think they yeah. realize what they needed to get out. It's with, a good foundation. It's a good foundation. Um, Fight Forever 2 or Double or Nothing or whatever they want to call the next one is God, they be... better call it Double or Nothing. I mean, yeah, like yeah, that, it's it... the, the name is right there. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh they're gonna learn a lot from really getting back into this yeah. understanding what it takes to do a modern wrestling game. And I think by then, you know, 
People complain AEW that there was is no, more uh, established, and I think that's. Uh, I do think that you know they've announced some season pass fighters. I think they're going to have to put more, uh, put more season pass folks in there just so they can keep people fighting forever on yeah. this game, especially and, if that uh, other mode ends up being yeah. a thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's it, yeah, it's a good, it's a good foundation for for a wrestling game, and it's it's as a pure wrestling game, it's definitely and, uh, it's one a, of the yeah. best ones in sort yeah. of like and it's it, it's not as good as like Fire Pro. I think I think that's the sort of mm -hmm. premier wrestling game, mm -hmm. um, especially with some of the uh, downloadable content for the most recent one. It has pretty good story mode and stuff, but uh, it's definitely uh, pure gameplay wise, definitely way more fun to play than anything that WWE has put out in yeah. a significant amount of time. It's, so. a, it's an incredibly fun game. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm gonna, I have enjoyed multiplayer online. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to play in uh in a room couch yeah i do love that it also and... tracks wins and losses like aew yeah 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 definitely so i'm uh i'm recommending this yeah. strictly from the wrestling side of things it's like we finally have a game that's super fun to play in the ring yeah again there's all kinds of stuff outside of the ring there's fighters are missing there's all that but um the in-ring action is great and i think the solid foundation is there and it's um if you're just getting into AEW and understanding what it is, I think it's perfect yeah. for that. And, you know, uh, it's available on everything um, yeah. starting tomorrow. I'm so. very and literally curious. everything. I'm very curious to see how the Switch version runs. I, I yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious about that. But, um, yeah, AEW Fight Forever. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that's it. That's it that's for it. this evening. Yeah. We've got, we've got a, we went through four review games and yeah. we had a good chat about all the fun Activision and new stuff. And uh, it's a holiday next week, oh, yeah. um, but we'll get together towards the end of the week and talk more about some of the other stuff we've been playing. I think we were I, talking maybe, about finally doing our thing. So we got, yeah, doing our fun thing, which is going to be next week. There's hopefully normal news. There actually is news happening. Bandai Namco is dropping some news on, on Saturday, Saturday, the first or Sunday. Whatever day the first is at, at the Elden Ring DLC. It might be yeah. it. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that's actually honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, until then, we definitely want to thank you all for joining us. We had a great time with the newly shorn JJ right over there. We, you get to we'll watch full beard. Yeah. You get to watch in real time how long it takes me to grow beard. Yeah. Back, the, so. the Chia Pet version yeah. of JJ. Uh, Zach, thank you again for joining us, my good man. I'm in my boxers, by the way. And so he's frozen, so it's all yeah. good. That's why, yeah, yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, I, I'm like been... on my screen, I'm completely fine. Yeah, both you've been frozen for probably the entirety of our uh AEW segment, so yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Oh, he's back, he's back now, yeah. he's alive again. Uh, it's but you're also at like 240p, so yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. That's you weird, are because on my screen, it's fine, so. <laughs> uh and uh, yeah and with that said uh hop on to sidequesting.com go to the discord the link is in this post it's in this youtube post it's uh, on the website um that's where we hang out always good conversations in there um and uh you can see cool art and comics from johnny whose stuff is always really great to look at yeah um and you can see some cool food we're, we're doing more uh tortilla chip recipes which i thought was was great zach had some good recipes in there um, you can find us on YouTube and Twitch, SideQuesting TV. 
on both those. And we'll see you on the next episode of... Bye, Bye, everybody. Zach's waiting. Zach's waiting.